see this knot? That's pocket change. So as I get to my bitch, it's gone. Yeah? Just give it to her? Ain't trick, huh? Just give the girl all your money? You're like the opposite of a pimp? What? Hey, just give it to her. She goes out and works all day, and then you just give her a bunch more money at the end of the day? She she hasn't worked today. She's been at home chilling, being beautiful. Is this a new situation? I always wonder about your love life. You may have noticed I asked you this a few no questions. Jumper. We don't talk about my love life. We don't? That's we a rule? We talk about the hatred in the streets. Oh, that's good shit. You know what I'm saying? We talk about the hatred in the streets. We talk about the culture vulture white guy, right? Glad? Who's feeding off Who the care? urban community. Who? Uh, Jeffrey Epstein? The Adam. Wait. Dooster. Me? The 22 ster Dooster. I mean, you got your rooster hoodie on. Oh, yeah. No bank. Keep banging. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't know nothing about this. The owner's here, so I can't make yeah. the same joke I made I last time. I better not catch none of you bozos <laughs> on keepbanging.com. If I catch you on Instagram, a TikTok, rocking my hoodie, this is original shit. I, it's something up. It's on keepbanging.com. I think that's what it is. Something like that. I'm pretty sure you'll find it. But, Speaking uh, of banging, you want to know something crazy? They, we got the blue bandana suit up. You aren't going to be wearing that one, right? What? The blue bandanas? Yeah. My, not I lead, CK I, Whack. I'll leave that to my... Hey, listen, man. No, we're not. You're disrespecting <laughs> my Keyway partners, man. <laughs> Shout out to all the you know Keyway partners. Hey, but okay, I found out a very interesting fact that I think you might find interesting. What? What's that? So somebody who works for me got me a Christmas present, which is a book about the history of the industry. Did you know... That before they started making videos of actual people having sex, now this is in America, before they started doing that, if you were a horny guy, you could go buy a videotape of people of women like playing volleyball naked. Because at a time, it was considered too risque. They're not making videos of people well, having sex, but Nazis. you could play some volleyball. Or they would have videos of nudist colonies, people just walking around naked. But they wouldn't show the dudes, so it would just be the girls. Well, I mean, it's the evolution of the industry. I know, but isn't that interesting that, like, back in the 60s or 50s you ever or whatever? Been to no. In Jamaica? No, but I hear about it a lot. Uh, the grill. Uh-huh. Everybody has naked. Really? You been? Everybody, definitely. No, Kazumi went. She told me about it. Definitely. You went? I, I ran into it. I was on the jet skis. You were ass naked? No. Oh. I was on the jet skis. I was standing at staying at Sandals Resort. Oh, and, where Michael Scott also and, stayed. And I'm I'm rolling through, <laughs> and I look over there, and I see the beach, and I see some titties. So I ease a little closer. Mm -hmm. On the jet ski. On the jet ski. You were titty spying. I mean, I don't know what the fuck going Snooping on. Snooping around, trying to find some titties. And, okay. uh, yeah, so I kind of like put put up and down, you know what I mean, and act like my wouldn't start. Because they're telling me, hey, you got to go, because if you're not... Staying at the resort, they don't want you. Right. So, <clears throat> so when I got back to the to the room, I looked it up. Hedonism, everybody naked. Yeah. <clears throat> you should go shoot some porn over there, bro. I feel like they probably have rules against that. What? Shooting porn there. They probably aren't allowed to just bring a crew or whatever. How they going to know what you're doing in your room? Could get a few iPhone clips. Okay, that's a good point. But, uh, yeah, I've had a lot of people tell me about it. I don't know. I've never been... The kind of person who really saw myself going on like a wild sex vacation. Normally when I go on vacation, it's more about just sort of chilling, relaxing. At this point in my life, it's more about the family. It's like the polar opposite. of. So is is it a time that you and your wife just like take time off from sex? Oh, yeah. All the time. We've actually been kind of in a dry spell. But guess what? She just stopped breastfeeding. 
her hormones are rebalancing. She's getting hornier because she's not breastfeeding anymore. That breastfeeding kind of fucks with your hormones and makes you not really want to do it. So she's been doing it for three years. So that's his cue she told you? <laughs> gotcha. Well, I just feel I, I feel like things are trending in a good direction. Okay. Well, you know, uh, you know, your wife's a pretty cool chick. Just made her first appearance on an episode of South Park. How about that? <laughs> what? Yeah, they show the guy in the show scrolling through OnlyFans, and she's one of the advertisements on the side of the page. There's like Adam, three names in one of them. You better watch out, bro. Yeah, I know. She right? get too big, she gonna leave you. She's gonna Krishan rock me. She's gonna leave you. We will, we will Krishan rock you. No? What does that mean? Uh, Call the cops? Yeah. Call the cops? She's a cop. Call the... She's a snitch, huh? We yeah, put her in that heard box her. now. You You're heard right. her. You're right. She said, I'm calling the cops, and she called them. I mean, so much has taken place in the Blueface universe. She's been coming by the house every day for the last three, four days, bro. Trying to do what? Pulling Just up, talking out? about, don't you want to see the baby? And he's still maintaining that it's not his, right? Straight up. He said it looked like Charles Barkley. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is that an insult? Scotty Pippen. Um, Kevin Garnett, he said it looked like everybody but him. Every basketball player? She called me on the live. She had his phone. She left with his phone. Right. Um, the same case, Blueface caught in Vegas. She did the same shit. What do you mean? And said it. I took his phone. Like, you take him off. You got to remember, these iPhones are over, like, $750. So it's considered a felony. Right. That's a good point. And she's dumb, man. I'm telling her, dumbass, stop saying, yeah, I took his phone. You live. And then she got the fucking baby on the front seat. No car seat. That's, you know, you can't yeah. have a baby on the front seat till they like, like eight years old. Or I know. A certain weight. Baby's on the front seat just rolling around. And keep in mind that like Britney Spears at Somebody one point in her C career. What is it called? CP, at one point. CPS. What do they call that shit? CPS. Yeah. Br Britney Spears CPS had a right. huge scandal because she was driving her car with her kid on her lap because she was trying to get away from the paparazzi. You can't. You can't she was that. driving like in a parking lot, like not can't a far distance. And she got. In the Bro. media for that, nobody They're, gives a blueface and Krishana just driving around with the kids doing no, God knows what. They only give a when they say blueface did something. Mm. Now here you got this bro because blueface exposes right. He says you got this baby over here laying on the front seat, no car seat in the car. So she says, "Oh, you hit me, you hit me." Now listen, bro. Blueface is pretty good with his hands, strong with his hands. She says. You have blood on your hands. If Blueface hit this bright yellow ass girl that hard to where he's bleeding, she's sitting here, makeup is flawless. But she had to say something, she's smart, to deflect from the baby mm. laying over there on the front seat. But let's be real. A lot of times when you're in a domestic violence situation, which it's been a long time since I've been in one. She don't live there. You're not going full throttle. You're not beating her like it's a man. He I never mean, let her in. He saw her on the cameras and came out with his phone. What are you doing here? Can you leave? But didn't she snap a bunch of her fingernails off in the process? I felt like maybe the blood had transferred from the fingernails. It, feel, it no looked like they were, they were maybe having a little grappling match type he thing. He had no blood on his hands. He didn't have nothing on but his hands. But that's what she's saying in the car. She's saying, look at the blood on your hands. Because and you can't really want, see it in the clip. She don't but. want people to, to think about the baby that's on the front seat. Mm. There's no car seat in the vehicle. Right. She's unfit as a mother. She's unfit as a human being. Whoever her family, friends, or loved ones, 
They need to really sit down with her, man, and try to get her some help. But somebody, I'm telling you, she got a lot of enemies out there. They're going to call CPS on her ass. Whose enemies? She got a bunch of them. All these people, I guess she'd be, like, taking off on. I don't know these people. I don't f- with her like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So So you're telling me Blueface was able to move past the whole ops linking up thing where Jaden and Krishan temporarily became best friends and got drunk together? Like, that seems like a lot to move that's past over for Blueface. With. It should have never happened. It's over with. See, look, Rock's on a, at a decline. You think? I know. Really? She only pops up when she needs something for the people to talk about. Hmm. If he texts her or calls her, she records it and puts it up. Any little thing, because she's not on the side of him every day mm. to get it. She knew how to trigger him. Fucking, I'm in the house. I'm going to tear the house up. Record it. Right. Think about it. Everything that the world knows about them, she recorded. Right. When you see him recording, it's for him to protect himself. Yo, look, she's out of my house. I'm asking her to leave because she will lie. Mm. I felt like I got a bit of a taste of what it's like to be Blueface when I was going through my whole, you know, cuck scandal arc. And just because, you know, it was so easy during that time period to just put out stuff about our relationship or about the scene coming out. And shit was just like so viral beyond anything I had ever put out in my entire life. But at the same time, it was like once that momentum kind of ran out, it was just like, OK, like it became less interesting to the people over time. We did the reality show. There was another upward trend. But for the most part, it's something that I can kind of like turn on and off it occurs to me that Blueface, in his situation it's just like a non-stop viral machine because this is his real life but it's not it's viral but he's also but dealing serious. with people who are orchestrating to go viral without necessarily even like intending for it to be like that because Krishan just creates content out of there every single go. thing that happens there you have it there you have you so it's kind of being done to him as well as him doing it himself because whenever there's a lull in the controversy with Blueface. He pops out and he says, yeah, Megan Thee Stallion sucked my boom. Another viral well, inferno. Crazy, right? So she calls the police, right? Right. But only she couldn't wait for the police. She's like an impulse thinker. Mm. Why, why would you call the police and can't wait for the police? Because she got like seven million warrants. Mm. That's she really? Yeah, she calls them but can't wait for them. So she leaves. So now we got cops at the house. So the cops show up and they're just confused. Yeah, because we ain't going to talk to them. We ain't called you. And they're just wondering, where's where's the girl at? Where's the girl we talked to? Right. Normally the domestic violence victim doesn't just the leave. The dispatchers tell them it's a female. Right? There's no female here. So now they say, well, is a female in the house. Man, you're not coming in this house, man, disturbing this house. And so you were there for all this? Well, you know, I, I was uh, like 10 minutes away. You pulled up once yeah, you got cracking? Yeah, up. Yeah. But, you know, usually when he tell her I'm coming, she'll leave. Hmm. She leaves. When's the last time they had sex? I don't know, bro. I mean, she just covered up. She she violated the dude, <clears throat> lied on him, called him all kind of F-bombs. She covered up his little face. Why are you, why, how do you, like, to all the fans out there, what is the psyche of somebody that you're this, I covered you up, she taps another dude's name on her. Really? And then she's been coming to the house every day for three, four days straight, confessing her love. Is Jaden there during this? No. Jaden, uh, Blueface brought her another brand new house. Elevator, big shit. Really? Big boy.
So he has the camo house, another house, and then another house for well, her? I sold the camo house. Really? Yeah. How much? We were partners on that. How much did that cost? It wasn't 3.9. That's a 3.9-er? Isn't that, it's pretty far away, but it's it's a, it's a big spot. Three point nine. It was kind of fucked up. We only owe, no, we only owe like a million one or something. The so. basement was weird. The ceiling was really low. <clears throat> I don't know why that I, wasn't I a basement. That. that was a garage. Really? Yeah, they, that was a garage. That's a garage. The garage, the big door. You could have fooled me. Garage door. It was a garage. Okay. Let me ask you this: How how does Blueface? Have this big beef with X4 on Instagram stories and whatnot, and then now X4 is opening for him at the show well, that is actually going to take place in a few hours. Well, once again, right? Once again. Whack to the rescue. No. No? The kid, I genuinely like the kid. He just took what I said the wrong way. I ain't say nothing bad about him. So when it come down to yeah, you're only dissing the people yeah, when who it come put out narratives it, about his. I was a little situation. upset and I was like, "That ain't happening." But when nephew called me like, "Uh, you know, you got to prove the lineup, right?" So I didn't scratch him. I said, "Let him rock. Just add Young Magnificent to it because you can't have all the 100 artists got to be there. So creep." Young Magnificent, everybody got to be there. So, you know, <clears throat> and just make sure, let them come with three to five people apiece. You know, hopefully they respect the space and just come in and, and you know, get their clout and get their footage and, and get on. But, you know, I could have stopped him, but, but for what? You know, these youngsters, man, they, they impulse, they say shit, and if, and if I uh, start acting like them, I'm no better than them. So who am I to stop the kid from getting his shot on the stage? You know, I said that left you let him go ahead and do his thing. I ain't tripping. Greedo's on there too. Yeah, old Greedo. A lot of different crip blends, a lot of mixing neighborhoods. backstage at the observatory. I wish I could make it. The, 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 the cleanest on there is DDG. Mm. What's he about? You got the Hoovers, the Forties, the Schoolyards, the Grape Streets. It might be some motion. I mean, I who know. else is on this flyer? That is a mixy backstage <clears throat> experience. Oh no! All I know is it's very close to Christmas. And, oh, we got OT Genesis on there. That's nephew. Long you Beach. Know, Long Beach. Two ends. Uh, three three one zero baby. He's not affiliated. Is I don't know where he's from. I'm not sure. Don't know. And then there's and three one zero baby. Please don't go to Instagram cloud chasing. You whack. Talk much. You don't know where I'm from. I don't know where you from, respectfully, all right? That's it. I, don't, I have no idea. You must be too goddamn emotional for me. I'm sorry, 310 Baby. I did not mean to. I I, I don't want to, like, not. Like, you can always search 310 Baby Gang. There'll be a Reddit thread he about everybody. He's definitely from Los on. Angeles. Well, yeah, I know, but. 310 is, you know. Oh, he, he hasn't got to the point of, like, Reddit making a thread trying to figure out his gang uh, affiliation, which is, at some point in your career, that always happens. Huh. Well, you know. I gotta Google harder. Maybe I can make it. I'll make the documentary. Make what? The three one zero baby documentary. So now you want to promote three one zero baby? Somebody we don't know, but you you wanted to violate Zoe Osama. I didn't want to violate him. That's some bullshit. That was another whack one hundred psyop. I know you gas these people up to fucking tr create like troll scenarios on here, and then I'm just kind of in the middle of it, like nah, the Truman bro. Show. 
Joel Sama's one of the hottest artists in LA right now. We know you're managing him. I don't just manage admit Joel it. Sama. Just admit it. I, I can smell a WAC 100 Coast. plant from a mile away. He's from 8 9 East Coast Crip. You get him That's on this like podcast. That's like second family over there. And then, and then he's doing the no jumper diss. I'm like, shout out to Deco. Oh, that's a WAC 100 psyop for no, sure. No. I know I mean, what's bro, going on. His numbers are his numbers. Mm. But I, he's got WAC 100 behind him, guiding him, telling him what kind of moves no, to make. No, no. He's been making all his right. All the moves you've seen, Zoe, that's been him. Organically, right. I'm plugging into him now, so yeah, he can reach to me, and definitely I'm assisting and helping. I just want to see him win. You know, that's my extended family over there. Notes for future interviews for Zoasama: Don't talk about dicks. That's just my advice to all the other interviewers, interviewers out there. You shouldn't do that with nobody. That come. You're the only weirdo like to talk about. Dicks. I was saying something about dicks and got a laugh from your boys out there earlier. So ha. Nah, they weren't laughing at that. Oh yeah, they were. <laughs> Lil John loves a good dick joke. Hey, bro, watch your mouth. I mean, he'll watch have a chuckle. Mouth. No, watch your mouth. He'll have a chuckle. No, he walks away <laughs> with a chuckle. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. That's, that's Paul Rue you talking about. Chill out. Ah, so, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, I'm going to give you a pass because the shoes you got on, that's representation, Lil John. Yeah, there you go. Oop. Fruits. Y'all better f with that. It's a totally unrelated brand, but shout out to my boy Zach from STP. No, that means Fruit Town Paul Rue. I mean, it doesn't, he didn't name it that, intending that for it to mean Paul that, Rue. but I feel like a lot of Bloods embrace it for that reason. Paul, that's, that's P4. Hey, whatever I works. Go, the name of the website is The Population. The Population. So all the fruits, frutas, go Google uh, thepopulation.com. I'm pretty sure you might want to pick you up a couple of pair of those FTPs because to us, it means P4. Shout out my man, Zach. Not a gang member, but know, a friend of everyone in the community. I see Zach Sprinter all the time. He's neighbors to one of my clients. Mm. He has a Sprinter that has Matt Black, the FTP on it. Uh, that's the total opposite of how I do things. I got a, I got a work van. I would never put no jumper on that. I don't want somebody breaking into it, yeah, doing got whatever. You. Got you. That's just me, though. Yeah, his whole Zach. house is like a monument to his brand. Everywhere you look, it's like right. FTP logos and different design installation, installations, whatever. Yo, man, um, what you doing Monday? What am I doing Monday? I think I have Monday off. I think I scheduled a few days off around Christmas. Yeah, office and store closed on Monday, the 25th. That's, so, that's Christmas Day. Well, that's Christmas Day. Yeah. We still go on Monday, Christmas Day? I don't give a To fuck. what? Yo, listen, man, we got, a, uh, we got a room called Messy Mondays. So the guy that used to run it, and I ain't going to say his name, he... Uh, He's not with us anymore. So my man Cray from um, Keep Banging, he going to take over the room. What is the room? Oh, it's room. a clubhouse it's room. Place. I might need you to drop in for 15, 20 minutes. So you're saying instead of spending time with my family and my child. Yeah, you can give me 15, 20 minutes. Dressing up like Santa. You're going to be doing a clubhouse room all day? I'll be chilling, man. So at Christmas dinner, everybody at the this table has morning. to endure your clubhouse chatter? Yo, we do from like 11 to 2. I might have you pop in 11.30. We talk about it. I do 15, have clubhouse on my phone. 15, 20 minutes, man. I might you know, do that be, for That'll for be the a rooster. great launch for Cray. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'll be Adam popped up. But why don't I go to the hundred side? That is a hundred side. Oh, okay. It's just a room on the hundred side. Okay. Because I don't f with anyone who ain't on the hundred side. There we go. Woo! Let that be known. Okay. So what else going on? I, uh, I wanted to ask you, what is your review of DW Flame's performance when he had his little tryout on here the other day? Um, I thought he did great. 
A lot of energy. When we were here, a lot of energy. But when I went back and listened to it, it was a little tad bit too much sauce. But I talked mm -hmm. to him. Okay. I talked to him, and he, he was like, cool. I said, listen, you that last whatever cup, he got to cut that cup out. Eliminate that cup, and I think he he's a great, I won't say replacement, but filler for um, Crip Mac. Oh, wow. Exactly. We're not going to disrespect Crip Mac and say replacement. Crip Mac exists on his own plane, his own level as a human being, and I would yeah. never want to tell someone that they are the new Crip Mac no, because no, 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 those no, are no. big shoes to fill, big no, no, no. 55th Street-sized no, no, shoes. Remember, he said he had the original five in the back of the head. I yeah. don't know what's going on. Mm. That's some crip shit going on. I'm right. going to mind my business. That ain't Pyro business. Right. But, okay, this is my review of him. At first, I didn't even know he was drunk. It took a little while. I took his cup at one point, smelled it, and was like, ah, okay. Because you didn't figure out to the last cup. I wouldn't say the last cup. I would say even within, like, the first half hour, I was starting to get tipped off to the fact. Because I, he doesn't have a reputation for drinking, I've ascertained. Yeah. Because I mentioned to a couple people at different uh, social events over the past couple of days, like, before it even came out, I mentioned D.W. Flynn was on the podcast with me and Whack. It was hilarious. He got fucking shit-faced. And people kept telling me, he don't really drink that much. And I was like, oh, so maybe, maybe he was nervous. We got it. Exactly. And we might have got like a rare peek into what a drunk ass DW flame is like. Yeah. But either way, there was a, a situation at the end that actually got edited out. So the people aren't going to know what you're talking about. But basically, he was over whooping a little bit. Oh, shit. You know a what I'm talking about. A crypt is over whooping. <laughs> But we ain't going to talk about that. He whoop. had his whoops that morning. Let's put it yeah. that way. I mean, you know, hey, she, hey, she got wild. <laughs> it didn't, uh, but they're going to ruin got it. Wild. They're going to think that, like, we had an altercation. No, she got wild. I mean, yo, it Adam, wasn't like that. Adam, you got a great makeup artist. You can't even see oh, it. Shut the fuck up. You can't even see it. He was looking like. Uh, you're forcing me to hint further at what, no, what it was because you're gonna making them, you're, they're going to think something we're, happened. We're not going to do that. We can't do that. He was over whooping. We was over whooping. He tried to come in just, on a little. Just, just he, tried to, he tried to come in like FYBJ May. D Dub, you over whoop, loke. <laughs> and we had to save his ass. We deleted the shit out of the podcast because we didn't want to definitely have I, him looking rocky out here. I appreciate that. But that, to me, kind of undermines. Um, what we're trying to do here in terms of our security and everything like that. So that's definitely not something that we're trying to have happen again with the, the overwhooping. I talked to him. I scolded him. I called the incredible team on the three-way. Mm. Yeah, I put his ass under the microscope. Do you know what, what is his exact relationship with them? With the Nick Cannon direct. Incredibles No, he's direct. That, that's, no, that's no front. He talked to Nick direct. He's on all the, um, <clears throat> all the Wild Now tours. He's part of the tour. He gets paid to be on the tour. Um, he's um, a, a direct artist to them. He works up under my man Frisco Chuck. Shout out to Frisco Chuck, who runs the whole music department, the whole talent department over there. So, no, he's direct. This ain't no, like, he's outside. Right. I think when I think about DW Flame, he was doing a little too much during that podcast. Like, it was just a little bit overbearing, a little bit too much. But I feel like him not drunk would probably be, like, pretty good. So I feel like we got to we gotta try it again because I yeah. feel like his sweet spot Let might be ask you a question. maybe, like, one or two drinks in, not wherever he was at. You think Crip Mac ever did too much at one time? You had to talk to him? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. well, there it is. Uh, you know, don't uh, discriminate on a crip when you didn't gave another crip a chance. Oh, yeah. I mean, on Paru, I'm just... Crip Max over-talking was pretty much a habitual there issue. There you go. <laughs> I, and the one thing about D-Dub, he pretty level-headed. Level -headed. He's very respectful. And um, when I spoke with him, I got zero resistance. Mm. And I told him what it was. Again, I called him with the incredible team, mm. the Nick Cannon team, on the phone. I just got the Nick Cannon follow on Instagram. So yeah, definitely, it's all that. He's was gonna, that a Whack One Hundred Christmas no, surprise? No, that's a Nick Cannon. You know, showing support because you're supporting one of his and recognizing that I'm the realest in the game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you were supposed to put up some some sort Shout of shout out to there. the realest. Uh, you know the realest, by the way. Huh? You know the realest? Myself. No, you ever met the realest? Is there, there's a person named the realest? Yeah. On the above the rim soundtrack, his name was Tenenikin. But the realest was a Tupac replacement at Death Row. Oh, Google yeah, the realest, okay. yeah. I knew so, I recognized the name, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, anybody that... Uh, he got on, Death Row on. shoes on right hold there. On. Hold on. Uh-oh. Who's, who's over whooping now? Yo, Stunner, you live. What's up, bro? You live? You live? These people think I'm fronting. I told him you're going to come up here to No Jumper with me when you in town. He can hear you. Well, you let Adam know that, that, that I get the support. Tell that nigga Adam I'm looking forward to fucking with him. I don't want his publisher. Stop playing with me like that. I'm a real life gangster. He can sign everything else over to me, but I don't want his fucking publisher. There it go. And I talked to him today about the play that we about to do for the, you know, the, the No Jumper Digital or No Jumper Underground, whatever I'm going to call it, you know. Hey, well, look, for, real, for real, I think I, I really like what y'all doing, brother, here in the side. I really like what that man that created and what he got going on. And I respect him as a hustler. And, I, you know, like you're one of my best friends here in the five and and anyway, I could play contributions to what y'all doing. You know, I'm all the way in with it. So, uh, yeah, Birdman, honestly, I've been a fan for such a long time. You're one of my favorite bloods of all time, and I just have endless admiration for you. Nah, all respect, brother, and I like what you're doing, and I like I like what you're doing for the culture and what, what you're doing with my brother, with, with the culture, brother, and I think we could... We could Make it a little more better than what, what we all doing, and uh, anything I can do to do that, brother, is all number love and respect, brother. Like, um, I think you need to add more black to your shit, but I like what you're doing, brother. I really, really, really mm -hmm. like what you're doing, brother. Fuck yeah, let's let's tap in as soon as possible. Let me know. Hey, I'll, no, I'll so cop a flight. I'm, I'm there. I'm, look, back. I'm flying out there. I got the PGM flying out there. Sunday. Send me the I really want me, bro. I want me, bro. I just want to meet him. I don't need to be on this show. I just want to meet him and let him know that I respect and I admire what he's doing. Maybe we go out to eat or something, We do some real gangster player type shit. Okay. Just, Yo, send me all the information so I, send me all the information so I can make sure security and ground is there. And send me send me the tail number. You know, you know, you know where I land at, so. All right, yeah, send me all the info. I'm gonna make sure it's straight. Before you go, I wanna say salute to Adam. Salute to you and what y'all doing. I think it's a very positive thing for the culture, and y'all keep doing what y'all doing, brother, and uh, this shit that we need, and it's nothing but respect from my end. I'm a Southern nigga, so we don't have what y'all have. Maybe we might even do. We're losing him. He on the way. I know where he at every time he goes. Stunner, you there? We lost him. Ah, that's almost better. But see, listen, Adam. It's almost better. Just ended with a... Adam, th this is the thing, right? That was sick. 
This is the day. All the hell you put me through, that just made up for a, a lot of it. Not all of it. Adam, listen, first of all, that was I'm going to carry my weight. Damn. Um, second of all, Bird, I'm going to add to what you already didn't build. Man, I'm a, one thing about me, I know my place. A lot of cats who stand a certain way and stand on a certain mountain, they don't know their place when they walk in somebody's doors. Mm. They try to come in there like it's day shit, like they running shit. Mm. You know what I mean? So when I come in here, this is no jumper. This is this is your thing, right? You you know, we partnered up on this thing we do. But any ideas I have, I put them in front of you. I explain them. Some you like, some you don't like. Things you don't like, as you see, I go back, uh, you know, try to make it to your liking, bring it back to you. It may take me two, three months, may take me 10 times, but I'm not going to sit here and say, question you on why you won't let me. But we finally get to a point. I believe 2024, my mission is, Mm. is to set no jumper aside from every other podcast. Mm. Right. Because it just won't be based upon this kind of content. It'll be based upon Helping the people grow from the beginning process on up to the top of it, right? And having different divisions of it. So, you know, you didn't gave me the green light, and all I got to do is get you the paperwork and the layout and the rollout, and we're going to go. So 2024, no jumper, right? No jumper. We going skyscraper on y'all, baby. That's a fact. Yeah, for sure. I got a lot of ideas. Let me, let me, let me tell you this. What up? When we started doing the show together, I wouldn't say that we had necessarily established like a real friendship. Over time, I have actually really grown to trust you and think of you as my actual friend. And I don't say that lightly because I I am so used to like being able to do content with people, but kind of keeping them at arm's length. I feel like we've we've slowly developed a more and more real bond. We know that I tell people this all the time. The more you get to know me you realize how many people really don't know me mm. that claim they know me. But I think I think what it is is you got to remember, Adam, you're a boss. I'm a boss in what I do, right? So whenever you got two bosses at the table who understand what it means to be that, right, the respect level is there. Mm. When you have employees up under you or people that's working up under you trying to get to that status, Right, then you got to keep a sharp, keen eye to like, okay, do I got to watch this dude? Is this dude using me just to do this? Is he trying to, you know, infiltrate my team? Is he trying to, you know, shit like that, right? With me, I'm simply coming in here to add to you, and anything that I add to you is adding to myself, mm. right? This is no jumper. I, this is this is the, the the largest West Coast platform we have. Let's be real. They're lined up on the East Coast, mm. right? When it comes to, so I have to plug into this the right way. Because mm. at the end of the day, if we lose no jumper, them cats on the East Coast ain't picking up people phone calls. They pick mine up, mm. but not our locals. A lot of truth to that. But yeah, you know what I respect so, about you is that you are a boss in your own right, yeah. but you see the value of maintaining this sort of relationship with Birdman where he's kind of, you know, you're working for him in a sense or with him, but like yeah. he's, he's at an elevated status, status. Let's be real. Like neither of us are at the level of Birdman. He's like the most and successful fucking person in the music industry in a I lot of ways. That. So like, yeah, I mean, and he, outside of that, Adam, you, know. you heard what he said. Wack is my brother. Mm. So everybody I do business with, everybody I do business with, 
my guy Sam. He's from. He represents the um, <clears throat> royal family of Bahrain. Works at the embassy. Right. We started off doing business here. Tell you, wax well, my brother. Stunner gonna tell you the same thing. Top dog, one of my mentors, my brother. QCP on tell you, mm. that's my brother. You yourself just said, you know what? I, you know, whack them. I feel you as a friend. And like, I trust you as like a business partner too, which is not something that I, I knew like, that I was going to end up feeling six months ago. Or I, don't, I don't like to lose. You don't like to lose. No. And I always felt like we got something to prove. And I'm going to be real. This is the first time on, on, in this that I was able to have somebody like you, mm. right? Because your knowledge of this is, is valuable. You are like Birdman's knowledge of on the music side. Top Dog's knowledge on the music side. QCSP's knowledge on the music side, right? So now, here it is, right? I done went to Clubhouse and created a side which directly plugs into what you do because the people could access me through there as they do, and we either bring them this way, like our new venture. Clubhouse is going to be very important. Mm. We could hold whole music rooms over there. Top Dog just came in and did a tournament. Right? You know what I mean? He's a leader on the hunter side, believe it or not. Really? Right? He's a leader. He came in, did a tournament, doubled the pot. You know what I mean? He said, Wax, send me those last four songs. I want to listen to them. I may want to do some business. That means something. But we'll be I, I wanted to go to that fucking huge show that they had in the Mountain Hunters the other day. You see that? And the Nickersons? Yeah. I saw, I saw someone with a tow truck driver about to get his ass whooped. So I didn't know. Oh, that really? Was oh. I found out about it like a couple who, days ago. Who was before. on the show? Uh, Dazzy Kane. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't see it. Okay, I didn't see. But you, we you just put out the first clip. Over there. But yo, no, I, shout out to the Nicholas. You know, every what? line. I dissed their hood by accident. No, you can't do that. And I was singing "Sexy Red." Yeah, well, yeah, but they know. Did that. you see it? They know. I didn't see it. Okay. But you can't do that in front of me. But he says, in "The homies." My every line. But she says in the, the song, she says, "My pussy pink." Yeah, but don't, my don't say blank that. is brown. Don't say that. I sang that on right in front of these motherfuckers. But it seemed like I was fucking with them. I think because it's like why else would I well, sing no. that fucking line? Well, they for probably, the record, I was not fucking with them. It was a total accident. Well, they hopefully probably you could heard see, you. Hopefully you could see. They didn't hold it against. No, they me, probably but. heard you, but they didn't hold it against you because you are who you are. But I just not. don't want like anyone to think that I was actually trolling on purpose. I actually just said that fucking song lyric, which to be fair is like one of the bigger song lyrics yeah. of this year. Shaw belligerent, get ready with this new thing we about to launch in twenty twenty four. You're gonna be one of the first up. Mm. That's a fact. I left the house Monday too. I went to this uh, Draco the Ruler Memorial concert at the seventeen twenty warehouse. Shout out to Draco. That was a good time. Got to tap in with the people. That's one you know? thing I do respect about uh, you boy. Was it Desto Dub? Mm -hmm. Is he's 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 a he's a loyal. He's very loyal to Draco. He took on the the mission of keeping Draco's name alive once he passed in a lot of ways. Like I feel like he's kind of the glue that has, you know, created a lot of this stuff like that. Cause you know, realistically when somebody dies, if you don't have somebody that's really pushing the line and making sure everybody keeps their names, their name active, then at a certain point people kind of just lose sight of it, you know, it's a hard hill to climb tough guy to forget, though. because what he's trying to do for Draco Nipsey dominates that lane in California, Southern California. Mm. And I'm not to say Nipsey's restricted to Southern California, but, you know, he's worldwide as far as, you know, the movement as of now, right? But what he's trying to do for Draco, Nipsey dominates that right now. But what do you mean? Like because the he, famous Because you got to think about it. They're both, they're both rappers, right? Um, Draco was not on Nipsey's 
level as of yet at the time of his demise. I believe he mm. would he would have got that. Nah, we're not doing that. Mm. Nah, Nip put in more work than Draco. But Draco's music, your argument is always that Dra- that Nipsey's music didn't get that big during his lifetime. I would argue that Draco's music was gigantic during his lifetime. I don't even think though he, he didn't necessarily. He didn't. I, I he honestly, I wouldn't be able to necessarily compare the numbers or whatever. But Draco was fucking huge. I will say this: <clears throat> if Draco would have had a continuance of his life, true, he yeah. was he would have definitely got to. Where Nip was, and and um, I wouldn't say surpass it because, to my knowledge, Nip, it's about a eighty unreleased Nip songs somewhere. Really, and um, you know, we I, I definitely would love to see it. I know we will see a um, uh, some sort of documentary or, or or series on Nip. Um, all the all those things are going to add to Nip's legacy, and you know, heighten. Mm-hmm you know who he was but the the thing but, to me is that nip's sound was so west coast oriented whereas like draco was like probably the most influential west coast artist of the last 10 years but he totally subverted all of the you west can't coast say that. sounds we got roddy rich Okay, but before uh, I know his influence kicked years. in before him, and I would Roddy say, Rich. but Roddy Rich is an influential. Draco, in the Draco world. don't got more plaques than Blueface. Everybody trying to rap like Draco, my nigga, but we just called you. You don't get a Blueface without Draco. No, Blueface's flow is Draco inspired. Listen, I'm sorry, listen, I'm just gonna say X Four. There's no X Four without Draco. No bullshit. There's I no think, Blue Bucks clan without X4 Draco. There's no Shoreline Mafia without Draco. His flow was. Massively influential to the point where people don't even give him credit for its influence because they can't see the influence because it's permeated throughout all of rap so much. Yo, listen, man. First of all, I'm not gonna say that about. Tell X4. me if you feel me in the comments. I'm not X- gonna say X4 that. Will tell you. I'm not gonna say that. About he was X4. a student of Drake. Because listen, I'm gonna tell y'all. I went home, and it was one movie I, I've been scared of all my life. E.T. <laughs> Why? That fear. I, I, I looked at my window. And I saw X4. <laughs> E.T. looks like X4. So I went to the front door. I went to the front door, and I saw X4. <laughs> then I went to the BMW dealership, and I saw X4. <laughs> Bars. Wait, what was it? The the E.T. You were saying he looked like him? Or you said that, not me. But are you, that's what you're getting at. You There's not like that, a weird like ET X4 reference that I'm missing. You said that, not me. But then you're talking about the car with the X4. That was funny. It was bars. But did I miss another one in between there? X4. All I'm doing right now, nephew, okay. is finding a way to put your name in the motherfucking content. Don't get mad. Want to beat me up? Do all type of Bruce Lee kicks and shit on me. Hopefully, just put a smile on your face, man. I still fuck with you. I'm only still trying because I genuinely fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's not gonna oh, beat you up. He's gonna run up on you with that. I ain't one. I'm not. I'm not one. No, he's not. Oh, I seen the X4 video. X4 got a lot of life and freedom in him, and his family depending on him. And he's just angry. He's angry. I really think X4 needs to take up boxing classes. <laughs> they tried to do that with X for a while. No, for real, because I think he can release. <sighs> right. Also, real. They tell me, you know, he can fight for a little guy. Mm. You know, he go to buy, he hit that bag, learn some new techniques and shit like that. He can release because he just like snaps out. Hmm. I think that's why he's good at what he does. That's why he's a appealing yeah. rapper. He's he's very in touch with his angry. Do you side. know what his name represents? Uh, he's the fourth uh, in his lineage of his gang, but I forget why. You tell me. See, I just proved <laughs> not only are you clueless. He did tell but me. You're, I forget you're, you're, you're dumb. <laughs> why am I dumb? 
Because I don't understand is, the fucking orientation of how his name came fucking together. Fucking pre-algebra, basic. It's New not Bruno's an exponent. It's the number four. X represents what? Any ten. variable. Ten. Okay, but that's when you put a number on the side Roman of it. Numerals. Four. Ten times four equals what? Forty. Where is he from? 40s. Did you think of that? No, I don't think he that's thought it. of that. That's his name. No, there was like other X's. He's like the fourth one. No. Listen. Explosive. He's the Listen. fourth explosive. Listen. 10 times 4 is 40. X4 for 40s. He represents 40s. That's what Wax said it is. That's how I see it in this neighborhood, like they say it, and that's it. If he get mad about that, his homies going to get mad about him because I didn't do nothing, but give his neighborhood a shout out. I just don't think he's thinking about Roman numerals. Because what, X3 is, what, 30? That's His not going to work. not fucking X3. I know, but there is an X, there was an X3. We don't know that. I don't know X3. <laughs> I'm not speaking on X3. I don't know if X3 is dead, alive, in jail. And that good, no good. equals We three. ain't speaking on that. Because next thing I know, I'm getting a call saying, you dissed the homie X3. I don't even know if it's X3. Now, I know I can find X-Ray at the BMW dealership. Mm, they, you just double-dipped on that joke, but I like it. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. X2 times 2. I just had a double X four extras on here as well. Four extras? You don't know him? No, I don't know him. Only know Extremely X4. entertaining guy. Where are you from? 40s. Just got out after 30s? a long bid. 40s. Oh, he's from 40s. Yes. Oh, okay. So this is a guy from West Coast, from the West Coast. Yeah. Okay, y'all didn't know him. I thought you was talking about like some. I guess he's like. From I guess he rapped one time. He's he's got one Yo, verse out there, but he's primarily see, a. Did you see guy. the bozo go at me? Who? He didn't like our fucking um, our our little uh, freestyle. Wait, what? Yellow belly. I mean, uh, oh, King, King Yellow. Yellow. Oh, okay, yeah. I, did, comes, I watched his video about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he then I see something else comes out. He says, "I apologize to my fans if it looks like I ratted, but I didn't mean to." <laughs> Then he says, well, what? you managed 6'9". Mm. First of all, I don't manage 6'9", but let's just say I did manage 6'9". Well, your buddy what? He's with him? No, that's my, I do, that's my business partner. That's your player partner? That's my business partner. Okay. But let's say I do manage 6'9", mm. right? Which I don't, but that is my business partner. Shout out to Danny, right? Um, what the fuck that got to do with you telling? That's what I'm saying. Why are you bringing up some other shit instead of addressing what you actually did? Tato, 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 Okay. I, I stole the song, you know. But, money, 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 money. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I kind of got lost on that one. But, uh, yeah, like that to me, I was just watching that video just thinking like, what do you think that you're doing in this video? He you, didn't shut the fuck up. And he's just saying that you have done business with 6 9 which like, okay, a lot of people don't think it's the coolest thing on earth, but at the same time, that doesn't say anything about his situation. What's not cool about doing business with 6 9 I mean, a lot of people are kind of hating on Offset right now for kicking it with Gunner. We, we're going to talk about Offset in yeah, a moment. Yeah, but yeah, that's a, lot, a, little different. a lot of people aren't loving the fact that they're kicking it. Personally, I don't give two fucks. But I feel like, so, okay, he's pointing out that you've done business with 6 9 What the fuck does that, that have, have to, to do, do with, with you your and identifying Offset is allegedly uh, one of the motherfucking two alphabets. I don't know which one. Hmm. What that got to do with it? And my thing is, I've asked a lot of people on here already about the King Yellow thing and if they can 
co-sign it or if it's straight up snitching i've yet to have anybody say like ah it's not that big a deal you're fucked up and it's not really benefiting him to just keep trying to divert attention from it the reality is is that for the rest of his life a lot of people are going to look at that incident as you did it very much like it's it's tough for him to talk about the street shit in the same way i don't know why he got mad at me when he got the heat uh, on the other little sexual thing he had going on, I let him cut up my platform on Clubhouse to, you know, attempt to clear his name. We didn't attack him, nothing. So I got a message to King Yella's girlfriend, fiance or wife. The next time he's talking shit, <laughs> right? And you're going to wait till he leave the house to talk shit back for me. And if you send me a screenshot to my DM, I'll cash app you. Make sure you say, that's why you a snitch, bitch. You know how black women do. Y'all always take shots at us mm-hmm. on the text message. Do that for me. Screenshot it. King Yellow's fiance, girlfriend, or wife. I was got a cash app for you. No problem. Mm. So you're trying to get real messy Still with there. the kiss, because a lick wouldn't stick. Jesus Christ. I mean, listen, King Yellow as an entertainer, it is what it is. He's funny. He's interesting. He's got some good opinions. People like watching him on interviews. But as far as the street shit, I think he just has to accept at this point that he's got to come into every conversation about that kind of stuff with a little bit different of an attitude. He got to come in like he's right? an Uber driver. And I'll be a bitch ass <laughs> nigga. Right? I got to keep it real. <laughs> hey, 1090 Jake. Hey, yo, great work. You know, even though I don't really, you know. That you know, video was vicious because that video work. went way beyond the snitching shit, too. That was a real takedown. Yo, 1090, right there. great work. Hey, hey, listen, I call a spade a spade. You know, hey, brother, you know, uh, we got some, we disagree on shit, agree on some things. Great work, bro. Yeah. They did a great job on that. That was a kill shot. Yeah, and he was getting some get back because I think King Yellow was taking shots at him. Mm. So great work. He got the W, 10, W to 1090. 1090, holding it down. I mean, if if I had to do my top five bloods of all time, for sure, Birdman, 1090, Jake, and Wack 100 all going in there. Top five bloods of yeah. all time? Who else needs to be in there? You ain't talking about game, YG. The fuck are you talking about 1090? My top three right there still stands. I'm sorry. I love game. You YG's 1090 good. over YG and game? Listen, RJ? it's a personal top five. Are you for real? Have you ever looked at me? I've got... My own preferences, and I feel like we need to do more for white representation within the gangbanging oh, subculture. So that's some white shit. I'm sorry. Fellas, it's take just, note. I, I give him a few take extra note, points fellas. for that. I'm sorry. Just because he's white. I do think game deserves to be in my top five bloods. Yeah, that's for it's cool. sure. It's cool. Um, but listen, I'm who, like. Who else got to be in there? I mean, no, nah, we're going to leave it alone, bro. Mm-hmm. We're going to leave it alone because, you know, if it's 10, if I can make it 10, 90, <laughs> 90, 10, and, and another 10, just erase all the black people. 1091. Like his little homie could be X1091. No, I'm not I'm fucking sorry. with X. Cause Back he, to the drawing board. Yeah, because he going to get mad want to fight me again. <laughs> X4. I'm not fighting you, okay? You oh, know what? God. I'm not fighting you, right? Nah, you're going to have to you know fight his saying? chopper, yeah. Hey, yo, he was mad. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. I got, at least, hilarious. I got at least 37 dead homies. Hmm. It doesn't take much for him to start dead homies in it up. It was a lot of them. I feel like that's one thing. Them. All right. You know what I like about Blueface? And this is how you know Blueface is keeping it real. Is because Blueface does all the shit with the girls, and it goes mega viral, and it's on every fucking blog, whatever. 
but he's still got time to beef with a relatively up and coming new artist who realistically is not that well known outside of the West Coast, which I respect because a lot that kind of wasn't a beef. He's not clout banging. Yeah, but he dedicated stories to him. He's posting about him on his story. He didn't have to do that. Blueface kind of knows that he's given a little bit of the stimulus package to X4 right there. But that's what we do. My whole circle, I learned it from game. Myself, everybody under me, Blueface, that's what we do. We help the West. Right. We know what we doing. We ain't got to do that. You help them by beefing, though. No, it's not a beef. It's like once you start to understand social media and understand how this shit work, and I learned this from game, good, bad, ugly, it don't matter. Mm. All publicity is good publicity if your name is tied into the, into the publicity because you part of the conversation. Right. So if I don't fuck with you, I know not to even mention you. But, I mean, at a certain point, all publicity is not necessarily good publicity because I'm kind of at the point where I get absurd amounts of publicity, and it's not evident to me that it's necessarily being converted into gain on my end when at it all comes times. To, Sometimes, but not always. When it comes to uh, up-and-coming rapper. Mm, up-and-coming, yeah. As soon as we do any of this shit, watch his numbers. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. The Blueface beef can't hurt. But, I mean, also, I feel like, didn't, did they have a conversation that had to happen before they could do the show together tonight? They definitely tonight? had a conversation. They had a conversation. And that conversation ended with them being cool? Yeah, because there was no reason for it. What shouldn't have been a problem. Blueface got attacked for no reason. Beef, I just beefing used, over our unk over here. I just used him as an example on how our business is and why I wouldn't. So, mm. you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, I ain't gonna hold it against the youngster. That's why he can hit the stage tonight. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm glad them being on good terms definitely better for either of their careers. Although the beef, you know, in the short term could be good, but overall, them being able to work together and stuff would be, I think, better. Yeah, um, I got a call from my homegirl. I know this is a little off topic, and uh, she deal with a certain individual. You know, uh, she like yo. I went and picked that dude Rockstar up, and this motherfucker shitted on himself. What the fuck? Skeeted, left some fucking, uh, I guess she got the cloth seats. What you mean? She said he sneezed, and, like, she called it sharted. <laughs> you never heard the word sharted before? He said his motherfucking before? shoes were leaning to the side. She like, it was horrible. It was like, I thought he had some swag by himself. I said, what did you do? She said, I got on the phone and fake like I had to take my brother back his car to give the fuck away from me. I can't tell if this is a troll or this no, is No, this is not thing. no fucking troll. We don't need him in here shitting on no seats. He need to be banned and exempt from no jumper. I was kicking it with Rockstar on uh, Sunday at the store. Yeah, maybe, I got nothing to do with the store. Saturday? No, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I heard him talking about I was at the store chilling. and As soon as I saw him, I was like, I'm about to call whack. I'm going to have him pull up. I'm going to have him pull up. Didn't flinch. I think he was ready for the shenanigans. Who? Rockstar? Rockstar oh, ain't scared know, of you. Rock, I told him you were coming in. Rockstar should never be scared of me. It's a great energy drink. And, um, you know, because it's just a drink. That's a man. So why would Rockstar be scared of me? Because it's a drink. It's a can. It's a company. It's a beverage. Okay. Like, this is a lot like the X4 about. joke. 
I just want to. No, we're not I, joking about X4. I need like a notepad. So we're I not can write joking about like X4. Tickets for like saying the same joke four we're times. We're keeping X4 podcast. name out of this shit. Okay, but I'm saying yeah. like the X4 BMW thing that you were doing is kind of like the Rockstar energy drink. And you did no. the Rockstar joke before. Shitstar. Shitstar. Shitty Smith. So am I going to talk to him and he's just going to tell me that this is all made up? Nah, bro. He shitted on himself, bro. I can't fucking want me to do about it. I'm not 100% sure. All the whole world, y'all go over there and drop shit emojis up on his Instagram for the next week. I don't think I have his number. I'm going to choose. I'm going to go over there and count them. Whoever leaves the most shit emojis, I'm going to send you a cash app. Compliments of the honey side. Damn. Um, I feel like... The shitting story is probably made up. It seems a Definitely little out of left up. field. Why would Definitely. he just be covered in shit? Oh, no, no, he sharted. Like, I don't know. She told me. Like, but sharting know. to the extent where I she just saw bit, it. I sent her at him to try to bait him in. And he... As long as we're on the topic, can I tell you a, a, an amusing anecdote before we get into some, some more what? topics here? What did here? you say? An amusing anecdote. An amusing what? Anecdote. Whatever the fuck that means, I don't know. An what that anecdote, means. it's like a little slice of life story. Okay, let me you, you hear. Want me to tell you, you want me to look let up me the hear. actual definition? Anecdote? No, no, no. Go ahead, shoot at me. Okay, so I go to bed at about midnight. My girl goes to bed usually at like ten thirty or eleven. So like a lot of times she'll wake up like an hour before me, and so she'll kind of be like hanging out with the kid and making breakfast and everything. So like about five o'clock this morning, I am laying in bed. My girl gets up for some, or whatever. The kid comes into the room. And as soon as the kid comes into the room, my girl goes and takes a pee. And I'm fully asleep. And I fart so fucking bad that when my girl walks back from taking the pee, and I'm still like pretty much asleep, my kid is kind of freaking out. She's like coughing and like she thinks something's wrong. She's telling my girl, like, that farted is so stinky. <laughs> my girl like full on is like yelling at me because of how bad this fart fucking smells at five o'clock in the morning. I like wake up out of my sleep and I've got like my girl and my kid kind of like both like yelling at me about my fucking fart that I unleashed because it smelled so bad in my sleep. This was a new you one. Gotta, for me. You got to stop hitting these, these women raw. That's reverse. Um, Toxic vaginal fluids. No, it's just straight shit. No, that's shit. what it is, bro. It's because I've been eating a little no. too much dairy. Yo, did you did you see uh, the get the not the Gilly shit? What about it? Like it's something going on with him and NBA Young Boy. What do you mean? I don't know. They went there and did a podcast with NBA Young Boy, but I don't think it hasn't been released yet. Oh, it hasn't came. So they did the podcast. But are they exchanging shots or anything? Well, no, I think NBA want to get out. I mean, they met each other. They did this whole thing. Oh no! Do I have to do my Googles? Um, this is all old shit. NBA Young response to Gilly's request. December six. What is that? Come clean about that's old. Yeah, Gilly said that he wanted Dirk and Young Young Boy to headline his festival together. Oh, three days ago, Gilly the Kid appears to shade either NBA Young Boy or Drake's or Drake fans theorize. Uh, what did he say? Something happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, To all the people that's in my DMs that be like, yo, get such and such on the podcast, a lot of them people we reach out to, but they don't come to us because we can't control the narrative. That's why they'll go to the little white girl that never heard of, or that's why they'll go to the little white dude that you never heard of because they, can, they can't control the narrative over here. We're not recording you. We're not sending you nothing to look at. We don't ask nut-ass questions, so why would we have to send you something to review? Oh. We ain't doing that shit. I mean, yeah, that really could be either for Drake or Youngboy because – the Drake thing makes sense 
because the little white girl did interview Drake and a lot of people kind of saw him doing his album rollout with the interview with her as sort of him ducking, maybe doing a more difficult interview with like a real hip hop personality, even though let's be real. If Drake goes on Joe Budden or Gilly or here or whatever, and they slide any of us a list of 10 or 20 things to not ask about, we're all going to comply. Because it's fucking Drake. And his, so an interview Gilly, with him is going to make your whole fucking decade. So Gilly thinks he's bigger than the program. I mean, I think if this is the, the case and Gilly doesn't want to agree to like send the footage or, or whatever over to them. Because you know Drake is going to have that level of control. And I've heard about this from other people. Because there was there's a dude, if you watch, uh, there's an amazing video about the history of the Kendrick and Drake beef. That this guy, uh, what's the beef, I believe is his username. Look up Kendrick versus Drake documentary. There's a guy who made an amazing video about it. There has been so many subtle shots thrown between Drake and Kendrick Lamar over the years. You would not fucking believe it. I guarantee you missed most of them as well. But the one thing that is made clear is that there was a Drake interview done at one point where he went off on Kendrick Lamar, talked hella shit about him, and then it never came out because Drake's team intervened and said that shit can't come out. And so even when like when Rap Radar interviewed Drake, they sent their own camera crew, or Drake's, Drake's camera crew filmed it, held onto the footage, did the edit, and then put it up on, the, on Drake's personal YouTube channel. Making sure that Rap Radar had no chance to, you know, do anything on camera that would have made Drake look bad. And I, I kind of, from that Kendrick and Drake documentary, I understand why Drake wants to be careful about what he says in interviews. Because there is this one clip where Drake did a Rap Radar interview in front of a, a live audience, right? And he's talking about Kendrick, and he's talking about Kendrick's control verse on the Big Sean song. That like, that's basically the genesis of them having issues with each other. Is that Kendrick put Drake's name in a bar? when he dissed like everybody in the game on that Big Sean song. Uh And Drake's talking about the fact that Kendrick dissed him on that, and he comes off bad. Like, Drake comes off whiny and sensitive, and it's just like not a good look at all. And I feel like that was probably a big moment for Drake of realizing that he needs to be like much more careful about how he puts himself out there because the business of Drake is worth so fucking much and Drake, if he does an interview and he comes off bad or he sounds like a dickhead, if he sounds like a goofball, whatever, that could be catastrophic to his career. And there's too many people relying on him for him to take chances with going and doing random fucking podcasts and having them spring crazy questions on him. Because there's so much that you could dig into because he's had issues with so many people, been connected to so many girls that he just he can't take the risk of doing a regular fucking podcast and just having them ask him whatever they feel like asking. You know, he's got to be extremely on point with who he does content with. If I'm Gillian Wallow, I mean, for sure, I'm sending it to you. You can watch it before we put it out. But I mean, this also seems like it could apply to Youngboy because of the fact that they did do content with Youngboy and it's yet to be released. <laughs> it hasn't come out. But Boo Like Kev did content with Youngboy and it's yet to be released. But Boo Like Kev has the footage and showed me. He's like looking at the footage in front of us and he's he's just editing it, which is surprising to me because if I filmed a vlog with NBA Youngboy or whatever, I would be editing it that night and trying to get it out the next day, you know? That's, That's real. Me. Shout out to NBA. Shout out to Drake. I feel like I just rambled um, a little bit. Hey, listen, shout out to uh, <laughs> Million Dollars Worth of Game for standing on what they standing on. They don't give a fuck because if they if they handling a Drake or NBA in this matter, they just letting you know. 
Mm. We who we are, and we moving how we moving, and that's it. But that is the thing about Million Dollars Worth of Game is that they are street dudes. They come from that background, so they don't ask crazy questions. I'm not going to let you do that. What, but I mean, the, Wallow's not a street guy. I mean, he did all his prison time and stuff, yeah, right? He did prison time. He got in trouble young, went to prison, came home. You look at Wallow. Nothing about Wallow says streets. Yes, he understands the streets. He's from Philly. Okay, but, but they don't interview snitches. I say that just an example of oh, like yeah, okay, the you. type of code that they oh, abide by. Say, oh, I don't think they're going to ask a young boy or a Drake federal ass questions. They're, they they try to accommodate all their guests. They're not exactly known for asking the the crazy question that's going to make you feel like shit and they, it's going to be all over the blogs. They're known for trying to like, um, when, when they interview someone, stop a lot of beef. It's like an hour of them just kind of hanging out. It's very positive, motivational. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's it's not my favorite interview style, but it explains why so many people are so comfortable going and sitting with them because they know they're not going to get hit with these fucking insane questions like me or Vlad are going to do. Yeah, definitely. We don't give a fuck. We're going to ask you. So did you really not know that... Your last ex-girlfriend was your second cousin. You know, ask, we'll get fucked. That's it. You and Rainwater was so funny. I could tell just by looking at you, you ain't a street dude. He's not. <laughs> no, not nigga. Just like nobody else sits down with somebody in an interview and just starts telling them exactly what's going on. And, and you're I'm just sure. explaining in such detail. And even you're telling him that Mo Three was not a, a gangster because he didn't have his gun on him in I the never car. Said that. You did say that. I said that Mo Three's lyrics contradict his actions that day. Uh -huh. If you listen to Mo Three lyrics. Everything about Mo3 lyrics is he got that thing on him. Right. I'm living and dying with this thing on me. So I was, that's why I was asking him, like, well, shit. There wasn't no return fire. And then he told me that he had in the it. trunk. Yeah, that ain't. Yeah, that, you <laughs> but know. you just you just telling him that that his dead artist, his his friend, his his it greatest his greatest just... triumph in the music industry. You're just like denigrating him. I I couldn't believe it. I was sitting there with my fucking jaw on the ground when you were saying that shit to him. But to be fair, he rolled with it, and that was one of my favorite conversations I've had on camera. I fucking love Rainwater. So many, I got these other guys on the news. This dude Chris J. Jack, and he was hating on him super fucking hard. Apparently, Rainwater got all kinds of issues with people, but I mean, they were saying that he was he was the hitman. He was he was ordering Ooh. all kinds of hits and shit Ooh. back in the day. Rainwater, man, the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, only thing that's that nigga, what Flacco said. The closest to him hitting something was the motherfucking rain hitting the ground. He ain't got nothing to do with Rainwater. <laughs> Why are people always trying to do a pun with his name just because he got a weird name? I mean, I'm just saying, like, he's not that type of guy. He doesn't give you that vibe. No, he's not that. He ain't no vibe. No, he ain't that type of. There's nothing wrong with it, but he does. He's not a representation of that life. He said that him and Mo3, just every dollar they made, they just split it up 50 50. I don't know. You ever hear of a manager having that kind of relationship with his artist? That sounds crazy to me. I mean, unless that artist was the one that funded the situation out the gate, maybe that was their understanding. I don't know. I don't really know a lot of history on Mo3. Like, I just. Uh, I, I was Mo3, maybe up on his music, probably like. Six months, nine months. Mo three was like on nothing basically when Rainwater got involved with them. So it could kind of make sense that they just been splitting the money up the whole time. It could have been it. But damn, that's a fucking wild split, bro. Yeah, for a management manager, fifty like half 50, on yeah. everything. 
You're just kind of like, because at a certain point, if the artist says like, hey, I was thinking we should go 70-30 instead of 50-50, as the manager, aren't you just like, okay, I mean, fuck else am I going to do? You're the the one with the talent, you know? Although that's probably why they should have contracts in the first place. So anyway, here's something I would like to ask you about. What up? Why were you going off on Offset on your story? What's the root? What did I say to him? You called him a little weird ass N-word. That's all I said. You said more shit than that too, but that was that was the one that really stuck with me. I mean, you know, I just feel like all said need to um, accept. He need to accept responsibility for his actions and stop blaming everybody else. Does this go back to the Krishan thing, or is this Definitely, some sort of yeah, Cardi don't, B? Don't don't include me in none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Cardi B is sis. We're gonna leave her out of this shit. You know she's dealing with what she's dealing with, but don't fucking. Try to tie me into some shit that ain't got nothing to do with me. At Offset. Little weird ass N-word. I told you. Keep me out of your emotional shit. That's your fault. You don't know the difference between a castle and a shack. You're lucky I respect sis. Or I get out the way and really that let that exposure happen. Remember what you sent. Damn, there's some cryptic shit in there, man. Yeah, some shit, too. What do you got on him? What are you going to expose? what I got. He know who got it, and I've been doing my best to keep it from coming out out of respect to somebody else. So, you know, like, I, you got me working for something that has nothing to do with me, and then you get mad about how it's going, but yet the, the things I'm controlling is being controlled. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? That ain't on me, man. Like, that shit start with you, bro. Like, you went over there, man, and, 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 and you know, you got a a billion-dollar situation. You you know, you chose a $2 snack. You think he – so is Krishan, the cheating with Krishan, is that really the root of this breakup? I don't know what the root of that breakup is. Do you think I, it's a significant part of it? I, I don't know. I don't know. Almost uh, everybody assumes that because, cheating is a big part of it. Because from what we what we seen, uh, Cardi said that they were already broken up. Yeah, but that caused her to come out and say something about it. It was almost like Cardi was trying to say, "I'm not breaking up with him because of that shit," but still, fuck him for doing that shit. And that's her right. Yeah, you feel that way. That's her right. Damn. So right. It's wild that he hasn't even spoken. Can you imagine the type of individuals that's in Cardi's DMs? You imagine the type of shit that she could have been on that she's never done? Mm. She always has an excuse to be somewhere he doesn't have to be. Though she got a right to feel that way, bro. Damn. You know, he got one of the he got one of the top chicks in the game right now. So, you know. I think at a certain point, yeah. When I really started to realize Lena's value and not just how I felt about it, but at a certain point, I was just like, you know what? The cheating's fun. Love getting random pussy, but I think I got to I got to hang it up. Yeah, it's over with. You know what I'm saying? I stopped cheating right around the the time I stopped doing drugs. Who the fuck want to jump out of Rolls Royce to a Melissa Ford? Who's driving a Honda Accord? Shout out to gang. You think Melissa Ford's got a future on the Joe Budden podcast? You ever listen to that shit? Who's the Joe Budden podcast? Yeah, I fuck with Joe. Okay, uh, you don't like you don't fuck with Joe? 
Uh, I would say we've we've had our issues over the past few months. So. Oh, he checked the shit out of you. I did see him. Checked me. He checked the shit. Something was going Something on. What? When it was going on with the situation, and you um, then brought the Nazi dude. He was he was he called you out on some shit. Don't act like you don't know what's going on. He was on. not the best friend to me while I needed someone. I mean, he was just keeping it real. Joe to be was nice being to Joe. You can't call on him the media enemy. side. The truth can never be considered disrespect. That's not true. It can't. The truth is the fucking truth. There are so many things that are true that if I were to say them to you in such a way that I was really like emphasizing and highlighting and mashing it in your face over and over and over, it would certainly come off as disrespectful. No. Think about every drill rap song. Hey, your homie's dead. It, that's true about a but lot of people. No, it's no, still no. disrespectful. Listen, you're right in that in that situation. Right. That's because you disrespect that's true, right? their Thank body. You. Okay, I'm getting nods but, from over here. I just want to make sure I'm not crazy. <laughs> what's true is true. Right. If a nigga knocked your homie's noodles and left his brains, his last thoughts on the dashboard, that's what it is. Now, if he shot him in the ass and he bled out, then it'd be a lie. Hmm. So if a nigga say I knock your homies noodles and you know a lot of the drill drill lyrics that got people wanting to kill each other are just straight up like little Johnny got shot in the curb. I saw his head on the sewer grate. Nah, y'all need to go look listen to Kiddo Curry. Kiddo Curry from Chicago. Y'all go check Kiddo Curry at Kiddo Curry. Whatever I Kiddo bust Curry out on my Spotify floor, man. at Kiddo Curry on IG and y'all hear some real real cutthroat shit that mm. is not no repetitive shit. Let me ask you this. What up? As a representative of 6ix9ine, as his manager. Not his manager. His <laughs> partner. Do you think that him and academics were actually knocking boots? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Every know, <right>? female <laughs> says the same shit. You got a little dick, you gay, right. all the same. But she was with a motherfucker two, three years. Like, she was... I don't know. I got to What's her name? Jade? I know her. I Jade? Talk yeah, what's her. going on with Jade? I don't know what, what the, the fuck, fuck that's about. And I mean, she's been. Jay was happy as a motherfucker. She's been going we through it with six nine all, for years. We all went to the Bahamas together, and now he's gay. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I'm just. I'm sorry. Like, don't get me wrong. People <laughs> fuck axe chicks. <laughs> you're saying Blueface fucked his girlfriend. You're still. You're still heavy on this. He beat. He beat that pussy. Yeah, well, but I think. I think Act might have left her. I feel like that might be over. He beat that. He knocked five from that pussy. This I have no idea. It so, seems unlikely. But, you know, that's the only thing Ag's guilty of. And his little chick's getting fucked. But Ag ain't nothing fucking weird about Ag. If Ag actually broke up with that girl and she's not talking shit, he must have cut her a good-ass check. Because that girl seems like she's ready to un... She, she was ready to go off on him about whatever for whatever reason. So if they actually broke up and she's chilling... I mean, my hat's off to him. He what must if have it, finessed that situation. What if it's simply she just don't have nothing to say? Uh, she had plenty to say throughout their relationship. She was going crazy on him. Only like once or twice, I guess, but wild. I mean, you know, hey, I gave him the antidote to it. What? I gave him the antidote. What was he supposed to do? Bust it down, Tatiana. Bust it down. Bust what down? You just you just she singing your tripping. client's song. You're trying to get your streams up. What no, is that? she started. We don't need to get our streams <laughs> up for that. She started tripping. Just send her west. Got to get her bus down. Send her west. Yeah. So you're saying that he should have sent his girl to fuck Blueface? No, just send her west to the to the doctor. 
She get just what the doctor ordered, you know, bust down, and she come back happy as a lark. What's a bust down in this situation? Like Damn, I'm trying to watch. I mean, you said a doctor. Hey, I had to watch. So you think and we you ain't doing sent no her diddy shit? We ain't let nobody watch. Damn sure ain't a watch. The bust down ain't a watch. Right. And we ain't doing no diddy shit. We ain't let nobody watch. You're being cryptic. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? You scared to talk about Diddy, huh? Uh no, no. Did Diddy grab your ass a time or two? Oh, I wish. Oh my God. <laughs> we got content. Shout out to the trenches. We got content. He can grab a handful. We got content. Get Go right ahead. God damn. Just kidding. Um, so you wouldn't have told nobody? Or would you been in the little lawsuit? If Diddy would have grabbed your ass, would you have where? sued him? Paint the picture for me. Where would he no. have grabbed my ass? Would you have sued him? What part of my ass? Would you have sued him? Um, no. Would everybody not. else start suing? I feel like, man, that would be a terrible feeling to have a man grab your ass and he's so surrounded by security slash rich slash powerful that you like don't feel comfortable attacking him. Because I feel like if he grabbed my ass, I would have to swing on him, right? Definitely. But then his security is going to turn me into what fucking mid swing. And he said, hey, playboy. Hey, playboy. Hey, it's a party party. It's a party party. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Diddy, check it out, bro. Hey, listen, my nigga, you part of the blogs, and we going to talk about it. That's we going to talk about it. We going to talk about it. Man. Hey, I think it's over with, though. What you think? What would you do if he had grabbed your ass? I'd have broke his shit. But what if he's got an army of security all around him who are basically there to protect him move. grabbing your ass? We don't give a fuck about none of that. Do what you got to do. we we'll figure out the rest later. Damn. Yeah, I'm not. You think he got access? You think he can save himself? Looking at everything, schools pulled back, the liquor pulled back, stepped down from revolt. Hulu, he had a whole reality show shot with his family. Mm. They stepped back from that. This is the thing. The music, it didn't. They only did like 23,000 copies. I think like... When you're Diddy, you're used to being able to do a certain level of business, meaning you could have all kinds of corporate partners. You're going to be able to get top of the line actresses to be in your music videos, all this kind of shit. Once you get canceled, it's not like you're not going to be able to have a career or have a business, but it's going to be very difficult for you to have a career on the level that you might want to. If I had never had the allegations that I had, we'd probably have sponsors on this podcast that I wouldn't be able to, that I would be able to have that I can't have as a result of the shit that I've been through publicly. Now, how bad is Puff's situation? I mean, think about it in terms of comedians. A lot of these comedians will have a Netflix deal. Is he on R. Kelly level? This mind is going to prison because it's all civil? In terms of his public perception, I don't think he's ever going to be viewed the way that R. Kelly is viewed. R. Kelly is viewed as like a sick fucking monster that hey, tortured and imprisoned these yo, girls. Get the fuck out of I'm here. I'm saying this is how he's being. He had those fucking charges. The fuck are you talking about? That's basically about? how he's been presented if you watch the Surviving R. Kelly documentary or whatever. There's a lot of talk about drinking Do piss you and understand? eating shit. I mean, that's there's a lot of stuff that they yo, put on R. Kelly that they don't put on Diddy. Yo, listen. He ain't he got him charged. And we don't even have to, we don't have to talk about what we Do believe. I'm just talking about what no, no, people no, no, say no, about him. Do you understand... How they really twisted R. Kelly? I don't think the world understands it. I I, I believe you. I've heard a do, little bit about. Do this you story. know why he's in the Fed and not the state? Why? Okay, just like the marijuana industry, right? Here in the state of California, right? It's legal per the state of California to have the dispensaries and so on and so forth, right? It's legal, right? Mm-hmm. If the feds right now wanted to get up and go arrest every dispensary owner. Right? They could. And it's nothing 
you could do about it. Because of what? The phones, the mail? Because the feds are saying marijuana is illegal. Right. On the federal level. The feds will supersede the state. Okay. Let me educate you on something. There's 30 plus states that the legal age of sexual consent is the age of 16. Then there's eight or nine, whatever, 17, the rest are 18. Right? So that means somebody that's in a state where the legal age of consent is 16 or 17, right? Mm -hmm. This is what the state is saying is legal. It's cool, right? But the federal age of consent is 18? The federal consent across the United States is 18. Hmm. So, just like they could do these dispensary owners, they did R. Kelly the same way. Yeah, we know it's 17 there and 17 there, but the federal age of consent is 18 all all throughout the United States. So, in that case, you violate I'm not talking about what R. Kelly did or didn't do. But you're saying I'm just talking he's about perceived. how he's perceived yeah. publicly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely fucked up, but I'm not saying that he couldn't resuscitate his career at a certain point. Now, that being said, we probably haven't seen even close to the extent of the pile-on because just today, Cassie's friend is out doing interviews and talking about all the abuse that she saw her go through, and these are the exact charges that he settled with her on uh, in order to basically get those out of the public conversation. Now her, fe- her best friend's coming out and telling the exact same stories. So he might not have to worry about the legal implications, but he does have to worry about the you know all the stuff that he was trying to keep out of the public eye by settling with Cassie. Her friends are now doing interviews and presumably getting paid to, to share you that exact same information. You think that's by design? You think? <laughs> it's smart from their perspective for sure, yeah. Get them to do the settlement and then send out all your little soldiers to decimate the same inter- the same information that he just paid to try to keep out of the public eye. It's fucking genius. And I'm sure that the lawyers who are involved in this are probably uh, okay in this. But she, the friend could have done this with or without Cassie's consent or permission, right? We don't know if Cassie sort of like engineered all this. Or if it's like a thing where her friend has kind of gone rogue I'm, and said, fuck it, I'm going to get a bag I by keep, going to the media. I keep hearing some men are about to come out. Oh, Lord. See, that that's when it's really going to get weird. Because in hip-hop, him being a, a predator is probably not as damaging as him being gay would be. Would you know, agree with man. that? I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. In other news, his daughter got accepted uh, at NYU. Well, that's nice. So shout out to NYU for not using what's going on with him against her. That would have been fine. Yeah, that would have been fucked up. You work for all these years to yeah. be good in school and shit, and then they just take that shit away. You know, hey, you know what? You know who I want to interview? Who? Uh, you uh, familiar with Hit Boy, right? Oh, yeah. His dad, Big Hit. Yep. He got an album called The Truth Is In My Eye. Mm. He did a lot of a lot of time in prison. Um, and he's been grinding against the odds, you know what I mean? Because mm. he ain't no young dude talking his young shit. He's talking real shit. So, um I think we might need to interview him. That'd yeah, be a good look. I noticed that No Jumper got skipped when uh, Hit Boy and Big Hit were doing their first media tour, but now Big Hit's kind of doing like media tour 2.0, doing you know. I don't all know. These I don't know nothing uh, about what you're talking about. No, but they did a whole media tour maybe like six months ago or whatever. I don't blame them for not necessarily coming through No Jumper because we well, have all kinds you, of shit going on. How do you know on. that was what the fuck was going on? They did a I, lot of podcasts in a short period of time. I call that media I don't tour. Know. I don't know. I think I think Big Head would be a great addition, and people need to go check him out. We got to get on on. Uh, he got he came on from prison, plied himself. His son, Kid Boy, is uh he's one of the West Coast greats. Uh, the homies out of Pasadena, PDL, King Matters. 
But my my, my boy Dejan Paul. dropped the album, though. The truth is in my eye. Dejan Paul posted this. Let's let's talk about it. Dejan Paul, where is it? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, right here. Oh, what did he say? Did he grade it or something like this? This is a report card guy? This is a report card guy. He's like, like gay dude, right? What? Is he gay? Rockstar said he was gay. Know. He just works here. I don't know. Oh, he works where? Here. No jumper. Does he? Yeah. This is a report card guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I ain't got nothing against him, but Rockstar had me attacked the dude. <laughs> you attacked him? Why? Yeah. I didn't even know Rockstar about that. Rockstar said I got him in a room, come in here and get on him. Damn. Like, I didn't even know who the fuck he was. Dejan Paul, like, posted up this, like, snippet of a freestyle I that Big Hit did. banged my son so hard, he banged back. Yeah, that's a bar. That's one of his bars. There's a lot of uh, bang references in this, and Dejan posted it, and then there's, like, a lot of arguments in the, in the comments about if the verse was actually hard and if Dejan was actually making fun of him. But I can't get it to play right now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna opt so out what, of playing what, that right now. What's his report card grades? Uh, oh, God damn it! Uh, it's right here, but I can't click on it because for some reason this this account is not logged in on the Instagram. But yeah, he'd be he'd be rating everybody. It's yeah. funny though because he has to kind of like deal with the the ramifications of that, and it's like I'm talking about him with Ralphie the plug, and I'm like, how's it feel that Dejan Ball gave you an F? <laughs> and it's just like. Can you imagine having to go out and yeah, see he, a dude who who gave your whole career you know, an F? I, I, it's got to be get, tough. They shouldn't get mad at dude. Dude created lane for himself. Shout out to is it Dejan Paul? Yeah, Dejan Paul. Dejan that day on Clubhouse, he was orchestrated. Rockstar had me attack you. I don't know why. I didn't know the fuck you was and what it was. So you it like Rockstar's a little attack dog or what? No, he just hit me and like, yo, I got this food in here. And Rockstar was like, he like a gay dude. Be speaking on street shit. I don't really fuck with him, but I'm trying to get the content. Coming in, get on him. Come in like five, ten minutes. I didn't even know who he was. So Look I, at Rockstar, you slippery fuck. Come in. Yeah. I wanted to get this content. You got to yeah. attack him. Yeah. You can't do that to people in your clubhouse room, right? That's, That's kind of grimy. It's grimy as fuck, but it is what it is. But then I, I still don't understand why you and Rockstar fell out, though. He got. He told me about the dude Munchie B, who got a uh, a broom stuck up in his ass, with peanut butter packed in his ass. ass. Right? No, Rockstar put that on his neighborhood. He the one told me about it. I didn't know nothing about the shit. What the fuck? I knew nothing about it. So when Rockstar told me about it, I. Took it for what it was, right? Um, and one day Munchie coming in and running his mouth, talking shit. You know, no disrespect, nigga. This is an audio app. This ain't a visual app. So what's coming out your mouth is gonna get heard. So I responded with what the fuck I knew, right? Everybody laughing, Rockstar laughing. He called me on the phone. Yeah, you got on that nigga, whoop, whoop, whoop. It is what it is. And then maybe a couple weeks later, Rockstar said, yeah, you know, Wack, what allegedly happened to Munchie B, and I stopped him. I said, hey, bro, don't come on no fucking stage in front of people talking about allegedly, and on my goddamn phone, you put that on your neighborhood, and that's what happened. Oh, wow. That's some busted shit. Then Rockstar started screaming, man, you trying to put niggas in harm way. You a crip, nigga. Stand on, what, stand on your cripping and stand on what you're talking about. Nigga, don't tell me, come to my studio 12 at night telling me these stories on my phone, telling me these stories. And then all of a sudden, when we get on the stage, on a clubhouse stage, you want to say allegedly, no, nah, that's busted shit. Fuck would come with it. Nigga, whatever you say once, say twice. I don't say it at all. Okay. But there could be something that I know, and for the record, I don't believe that shit about Munchie B. He's, he's, he you gave don't know his nothing about that shit. You ain't got nothing to do with the L.A. County jail. When it comes to something that foul, I will choose to err on the side of caution and say I don't believe it. That's all I'm you saying. You don't have to believe it. But, but listen, when you got the cats living, we're going to tell you that's what that is. Okay. 
Faux Leaf, niggas like that, and that's what it is. They could talk about that. I have yeah. no idea. But all I'm saying is that there could be something that I tell you that I know to be a fact, but then if I'm going to say it publicly, never mind tweet it out, never you. mind write, but then saying allegedly protects yourself legally no, because if you make a statement all, without the allegedly in there, you're saying that is 100% fact. Yo. Now, I might know it's a fact, but if I can't prove it's a fact, it would still make sense for me to put the allegedly in there. Yo, listen, man, don't come telling me putting shit on your neighborhood and all this shit. If it ain't real, nigga, don't say it, nigga. Don't, you, don't say it to me and can't say it to them. Whatever you say once, be prepared to say twice fucking with me. But you're holding Rockstar to that standard? I don't think you would hold me to that standard. No, not If you, I told you some boy. shit that I knew, and then I said allegedly when I was talking about it publicly, you, know, you would understand exactly what it was. I'm trying to cover I my mean, ass. I could get sued. But Rockstar kind of act just like you. That's why he needs to lay down his cribbing. <laughs> you, think he, you think he needs to hang it up? Hang that shit up. Oh, Lord. That's foul. Poor represent, representative. I ain't never heard a motherfucker say, man, you trying to get something done to me. I ain't never heard a crib give a fuck about what may come up, what's going on with op. I, I, I hate how if, to be a gang member, you have to like basically not care about getting Definitely. in trouble or getting arrested or, or lawsuits or whatever. Like yeah. you just have to be down for the worst things to happen to you. It's such a weird, yeah. bizarre perspective on it. Weird ass nigga. I had to get that nigga gas when he pick his daughter up. Call the Crips next time, Buster. Let's get to. Let's keep talking. Did you see Munchie be having that big argument on that other podcast? I don't pay no attention to do. Oh, okay, they were fighting. Like they took the camera off it because I think they were fighting. Oh, I don't, I don't know. They're just like kind of yelling gang shit in each other's know. faces I, I to the point where they, nobody, they turn the I camera off. I don't respect off. nobody who's supposed to be a homie and comes in with the attitude that he going to clout chase off my name. I don't respect you, dog. If we supposed to be Don Moves and you coming in like that, I don't respect you. Mm. Period. Nigga, I don't respect you. Period. You supposed to be a homie. Greet a homie as a homie. Don't let no motherfucking uh, clubhouse, no motherfucking podcast shit Get in your head, oh nigga, he hot. I use his name, I get some content with him on my own. You didn't put that before this Damu shit. Let's you know talk about fuck with that. There is one topic that if we don't talk about it, the fans will think that we have really left something on the table. What is it? Blueface versus Soldier Boy. It's pretty Blueface much the story of this weekend. Okay, so here goes the thing. An epic battle, a tale as old as time. Schoolyard Crip versus oh, shit. the biggest, baddest. Oh, I'm going to put Soldier Boy in my top five. First of all, blood. Let's, listen, we're not okay. going to do that because sorry, sorry. you're a white dude. You're right, you're right. This ain't got nothing to do with Schoolyard Crip or the homies. It's got something to do with two rappers, Blueface and Soldier Boy. Mm. One just so happened to be from Schoolyard. The other one's associated affiliate or something else, right? Okay. So at the end of the day, if you ask me who I'm betting my mortgage money on, um, Blueface beat the shit out of Soldier Boy. Yeah. But Soldier Boy will show up to fight. But he didn't show up to that liquor store that Blueface went to, right? Yeah, that was some weird old shit. I don't know what's going on. That was that. the address that Soldier Boy gave him? Definitely address. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Okay. You know, I had they was ready to give us two hundred thousand and just watch the the fight in the middle of the street. Two hundred thousand? That's a fact. Who was gonna give two hundred thousand? White boy. What white what's boy? What's the white boy be streaming? Say his name, I know. Aiden Ross? There you go. Aiden Ross was going to give them $200,000 to fight in Definitely. the middle Call of the street me, for his stream. Call me a hundred times. Honestly, that probably, I could see kick.com throwing in 200 k for that. Call me a hundred times. Blueface went down there, you know, dude, didn't show And Aiden Ross wasn't there. 
You weren't interested in accepting this money from Aiden Ross? No, I told him I couldn't guarantee nothing because the only thing I can guarantee is Blueface and the individual that I talked to that's around Soldier Boy, he, he wasn't answering the phone. Mm. I think the moment that some of us found the most fascinating was when Blueface was banging on Soldier Boy and Soldier Boy declined to rep his shit back. Well, that's experience. That's not that's not take it done from Soldier Boy. That's experience. That's, right. You think that was just him being smart yeah, on a legal him being level? Yeah, being smart. Soldier Boy understanding what's going on in the world, what he's seen. So there wasn't that he was scared to say what he represent, but he he understands what's going on. <laughs> mm. You know, it's a whole lot of Ricos floating around this motherfucker. He's had a lot of legal issues over yeah, the years. Yeah, you know, that was that was experience. That was he was smart. Right. For that. Do you think that you could actually put together a Blueface versus Soldier Boy boxing match? Definitely. Soldier one thing about Soldier Boy. He when it was Soldier Boy Chris Brown, Soldier Boy signed the contract with me personally. I think that one wasn't gonna happen because you had Soldier Boy right here and Chris no, no, Brown no, no, was no. a little too no, high no, no, up no, in no, his no. career, right? Chris Brown called him out though. Okay. You can't do that. But I'm saying that even if he no, called no, him no, out, no, I think no that even, he, he was no a little even. bit, he That's was winning too much to do that shit. podcast. He called him out, and my my brother Frenchie went to Chris, and and I drove to Vegas to Soldier. Same time, two different contracts. I had Evander Holyfield contracted to train Soldier, Mike Tyson contracted to train Chris Brown. It was everything was lined up. The money was there. Verizon was coming to the table with a whole lot of money. Dubai wanted to do it out there. We had a few spots, right? Chris Brown called Soldier Boy out. So when I go to Soldier, Soldier side, I hit Frenchie. Frenchie, what's happening? He said, I'm here in front of him now. He telling Frenchie, man, that nigga ain't going to sign. He like, shit, whack there with him right now. Screenshot. He just signed. What's happening? He called him out. Mm. We doubled the bag, and his back, they back in was crazy. Mm-hmm. Right? And because it was Fruit Town Paru, Involve both of them, right? I had it to where the promoter was going to cut the homies a million-dollar check over there. And whatever they did for them, they did for them, right? So um, I will say, Soldier Boy, he will show up. He ain't going to duck it. What I, but what I just I'm saying, think blue, I, blue face is a little too much for him. I do agree that blue face will whip his ass. But I think that in terms of their careers— Blueface doesn't give a fuck slash understands the value. We see all the time how he just understands the value of controversy and publicity and attention. I think he understands that even if maybe Soldier Boy is not quite as relevant as him right now, that Soldier Boy is like the perfect opponent because Blueface has fought basically fucking nobody's the the few boxing matches that he's but done. Hold right? on, bro. Hold on. Blueface didn't say nothing wrong. He just said, I feel in the verses, I can win. He's supposed to feel that way. Yeah, it seems kind of unrealistic. I think Soldier Boy washed the fucking floor with him. I don't know. That's what you're saying. Soldier Boy got what three? How many songs? He got three, four songs. Mm, LOL, smiley face. LOL, smiley face. First time the I ever did my thing, Molly. The one thing Listen to Boy, that song all night. The Arr! one thing Soldier Boy said that made sense is, I have white fans. Right. Blueface has white fans. Yeah, Soldier Boy probably got more, more white. He has fans more with, fans overall. He just music. had bigger songs. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Blue, like, y'all be underestimating that boy record. But Blueface's shit has occurred during the streaming era. So if we were to look at the stats, it might be closer than I'm thinking. But Blueface Superman, got about, that hoe, come on. Blueface got about four platinums, bro, and four golds. No, I'm not, I'm not denying that Blueface this made a bunch a of fucking hits. Yeah, so, you know, when you when you talking about 
you know, song for song. Blueface supposed to feel that way. What he supposed to just motherfucking? No, that's fair. But I, I, all I'm saying is that I feel like they are in positions in their careers where we could actually see them agree to fight. Like, I think that you can make this happen in a way where I don't think Chris Brown was ever going to actually agree to that fight. Well, but I think Soulja Boy and Blueface will. Um, well, I and definitely it would be think they both will. Huge. That could bring hip-hop back. You know, we'll put Hip -hop it together. Hip-hop could, could have another it's 10 years love. off of it's just that love. fight. We'll put it together. I hit Wax Star, see what it is. You know, Soldier Boy, that, that's my partner. You know, Blue Faces, that's family. You know, it's all family. So what's, what's not going to happen is it ain't going to go past what it is. It's not going to be some, nah, some we weird shit. Nah, we ain't doing none of that. That's not happening. Do you think Blueface really smashed Soldier Boy's baby mama? Um, I, I heard him say, you know she was in my video. Mm-hmm. So if Blueface said that he probably he probably played with her tonsils. Mm. Yeah, he probably did some speed bag training with her tonsils. I don't know about y'all though, because you guys are saying the same shit about Shay Glizzy of Academics fame, and this seems kind of unlikely. Like, hit me with a pic. If Blueface shows me a pic of a DM we with ain't her, showing you shit. Then I'll believe it. Fuck, we show me a picture something. of her sitting on the white bed. Man. We ain't not believe to show you a goddamn thing. Well, then why would we believe it? We don't need you to believe it. I believe him about the Megan shit. We don't need, you know, why? Because she's black. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody in this is sort of black, right? Well, you know. Shay Glizzy, I don't know. She's probably Puerto Rican. He or wasn't something. lying about Megan. I was mad the motherfucker that day he was out there. Why? Because he aired that out? No, because we had some other business. And he, I, I look up, he way in Florida somewhere. Really? Motherfucking little sneaky motherfucker, yeah. yeah. Where were you um, at the Kanye listening party? I wanted to see you there. At home. Why? Because you're big WAC 100. Oh, you know, yay. I got to know these things. You're WAC 100. Yay puts around him no? what he wants around him for certain things. And one thing I know not to do is ever crowd yay space or force my presence in a space that he's not requesting me in. When yay want me somewhere, he'll simply text me, tell me where to be, and we put it together. Mm-hmm. I do that with all my people. See, because you got... Why were the blackout girls there and you weren't there? I don't know. There's some drunk chicks I know. I don't even know who they are. <laughs> yeah, I just want to know how they got the invite. There's like 100 it's people there. But it is. The blackout man. girls were there. Yay spontaneous. Bootleg Kev flew out like last possible minute to be there. Look, yay spontaneous. I bullshit you now. We're in Minnesota. We had to go out there. His basketball team had a game. And after the game, he says, Whack, I want to get the fuck out of here tonight. Find a jet. I said, yo, the jet ain't due to leave till the morning. Like, we want to leave tonight, midnight, right? Mm -hmm. He said, but before we go to have sushi, we go to a sushi bar. No lie. We in there. The owners come back there because Jay back there. We all back there. Next thing I know, he like, whack, how big of a jet you got? I said, I got a 16-seater. He like, great. He said, you guys want to come back with me in L.A.? You can't pack. We're going to prepare to the jet. I look up. The owners of the sushi bar, two of the waitresses on the motherfucking jet. He's spontaneous like that, bro. So when you see certain people there, it just might might have been what's in front of me. I heard a interview with Pusha T where he was talking about just how spontaneous Kanye is and how he just kind of like at a certain point couldn't handle it because Kanye would want him to be staying up till four in the morning writing a verse over and over and over like the same fucking verse. And like I was definitely listening to it like, yeah, I don't know how long I could maintain being on Kanye's schedule. Kanye's genius weird. All geniuses are weird in their own genius way. 
Right. And nobody's going to understand it but him, and you won't get it until the product comes out and is done. I feel like when Kanye was still making hits, I would have probably been more down to be but on his schedule, but hits. it's been a while. Easy's a hit. I'm not staying up till four in the morning to make a bunch of songs that nobody's ever going to hear. Man, you'll go over there and shine Kanye shoes right now. Fuck out of here. Why? Why would I? Or Ye shoes, brother. I mean, it's just like his music hasn't been hitting in many mentioned? albums. What a Boz mentioned, I can get him to play the closing calls. Fifty-three million. He's got it all. That. No, I'm cool. I heard about this though. I don't. I don't really have fifty-three million. I mean, bro, eight more brothers and. You know, you got the other half. You get there. <laughs> <laughs> we got content. <laughs> Eight more brothers. <laughs> we. Jeez. Fuck you. Yo, so now I don't like you anymore. Wag one hundred. Yo, um, shout out to the homegirl. She's a she's a sweetheart. The homegirl. He calls my wife. She's she my homegirl. She's cool. She's very respectful, bro. You never wander over to her side of Pornhub. Never. I'll never do it. Okay. That's that's like, you know, a lack of respect is a sign of disrespect, and I'm always respect you, so I'll never do that. Every time I see your wife, I got to be able to see your wife as I want to see her. If my best wife. homie starts dating a porn star and I want to beat off to her, I'm beating off to her. Yeah, you wild. If you're that wild content boy. is out there, I'm you're not holding boy. back. Now, I'm not going to tell him. I'm going to take that shit to the grave. But I'm gonna use up a few tissues on. So you'll go around a motherfucker's grill with that, with those thoughts in your mind. That's yeah, I'm crazy. Beat off to her later. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yo, but wild. in the porn world, I don't think anybody's objecting to that. That's, wild, that's just normal I, shit. To I, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm from a different world. I can't do it. Man. From a different world. Um. Okay. I also wanted to ask you about this. Offset and Gunna hanging out yeah, in that Dubai. Was weird. You surprised? You yeah, support that this? Was, that was a little weird. Little You're anti Offset. I this think week. no, no. I think Offset wasn't expected to get caught on camera. Mm. Oh, you think? And I think amongst everybody else, he was pushing the same narrative. But did you see that uh, t uh, Quavo did a little bit of a sneak response? What did he say? He posted like a video on Instagram and TikTok of him just wearing a free Young Thug shirt, just sort of sitting there smoking a blunt. And that ain't no sneak. A little nigga, bit that of a theory no that that's what that means. No, ain't no. That's he. That's exactly what the fuck that means. It's kind of clever. I like when ra rappers do the shady little shots at that each other. That ain't shady. That's what that meant. They like, because that's letting me know that we're all set say he stood with that. But we had been led to believe that there was less bad blood between Quavo and Offset at this point because they were seen politicking. They had been around each other and whatnot. But this makes it seem as if, like, oh, it's not all peaches and cream. Yo, man, that Quavo Offset shit. Um, shout out to Quavo, nephew. I ain't going to say too much. Quavo's being a bigger man, a bigger brother in that situation. He had all right to be upset with that situation. A lot of foul ass shit went on. So what you know <clears> all about why they fell out? I know, of course. Oh, okay, you gotta you, tell me. You know, so at the end of the tell day, tell me right now. I'll cut it out. Um, just kidding. You know, certain motherfuckers need to man up, make better decisions, stop blaming everything for what they actions. So you think Offset, or who, who do you think is the bigger man in this situation? Quavo. Interesting. You, we're sure that you're not just saying that for political reasons because you're not a fan of Offset this week? I have nothing against Offset. Okay. I'm going to tell Offset how I feel like I always do. Mm. This ain't the first time I had to tell Offset about himself. I've been knowing the youngster before he even was up. 
Them niggas used to be in my Rolls Royce, making me take them to Taco Bell. Mm. Them nephew now, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you know, he know what it is. I'm going to call it spade a spade. Offset going to lash out. He going to do dumb shit, you know, emotional shit. You know, and I got to sit back and I got to be the bigger man and let him, you know, get it out of his system. You know what I'm saying? I, I, like, I, I'm going to do something to him. Like, what the fuck I'm going to do? I have, one, I have one final question for you. What up? Was the fight real? What fight? The fight that I said was fake the other day on the news. Which one? AD and China Mac. AD and China Mac had a fight? You don't remember this? Conveniently. Oh, oh, the fool thing. Mm. Didn't you talk to China Mac? You talked to China Mac, right? I mean, put I it talked out to him there. many times, yeah. Man, put it out there. What China Mac say? What China Mac say? I said on the news that it was fake. What did China Mac tell you? I've yet to see either of them deny it. China Mac told Adam it was fake. Actually, I never had a conversation about it. I, I don't know it's fake because of him. I know it's fake for other reasons. You telling me China Mac didn't tell you that? He never told me it was fake. But I know for a fact that he's told other people it was fake. Who, Vlad? Mm. Well, I yeah. put it out there yeah. and stop fucking playing. Yeah, yeah, he's told Vlad. And fake. this is one of the reasons why Vlad won't fuck with him. So there you go. China Mac said that he said that. What do you think, though? I wasn't there. <laughs> Shout out to AD. Shout out to AD. Good guy. Great man. Um, I mean, but you know what? If I got my motherfucking ass whooped, I may lie about it and say it's fake, too. Oh, I do nephew alley hoop. What you gonna do? Iverson crossover. Iverson crossover. Where you going with that one? Huh? 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 Clever. Nice narrative. Um, we're doing this again next week. We're, we're, we're keeping going through the yeah, holiday we season. Rolling. We rocking and motherfucking rolling. That's a good thing. Stunner might be in town. If he's here, we're going to bring him up here. You tell me, I'm pulling up. That's it. Um, I might need you on the Hunter side on Messy Mondays, the, the crate takeover. I need you 15, 20 minutes. I'll call you, put it together. I don't fuck with Messy Mondays. I fuck with Messy Marv, though. I don't know who that is. Talking about the rapper? We used to smoke perks under the bridge, yep. 415? 415 rapper, yeah. I fuck with the 415 rapper. Yeah? Yeah, I fuck with him. There's another messy Marv I know his brother's a rat. Name Eight Ball. I don't fuck with him. Okay. I'll get in. We'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, we, we could dig into that next nah, episode. Uh, Wagon Hunter, appreciate you. Happy fucking holidays. Happy, happy holidays. I hope, fellas, listen. Next year, December 10th. Become a motherfucking uh, Jehovah Witness all the way to about January 8th. Avoid buying Christmas gifts. Ho, 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 and Merry motherfucking Christmas. There you go. We should make an email so people can just email us. I don't buy gifts no more. I just give money. You give money? Money. Kids. Wow, that's a everybody just give money. Saver. That wouldn't work with my girl, though. She wants it to be, like, thoughtful. Fuck all that. <laughs> First of all, shopping is dangerous because you go out, you can't leave the shit in your car no more. They're mm. hitting the cars. And then even leaving the shit up under the tree, they're hitting the tree. You got to leave it. Like, you buy something at the Gucci store, you tell them to hold on to it I for give a while. Them the money. Then you got to walk through the whole mall again and remember what you bought and pick up all the shit you bought at all the different stores. I give them the money. I did this the other day. And I let them go get whatever the fuck they want to get. Okay. I'm going to give my kid money for, for Christmas as well. Just hand her a wad of 20s. There you have it. She going to throw that shit everywhere. She going to use crayons on it. Flex that knot you were you were showing before. That's just pocket jam. Sunlight. Woo -hoo -hoo, my rich friend. It's pocket change, man. Yeah. 
You're roll rich. through that shit. You I'm know the guys at the end of the freeway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You just just body change. That's it. Shout out to them. Shout out to AOKD living in the tent. Um, actually, that's an artist I want you to sign. AOKD. He's homeless. We're gonna do him today. Sure. Stay tuned. No Jumper 2024. Extreme growth. Independent artists, independent podcasters. We put something together special for y'all. Adam spent a lot of money on this shit. I put a lot of time and mental effort into this shit. We're announcing in a couple weeks. Smack the like. Drop a comment. Appreciate you, Whack. Everybody, let us know what you thought in the comments. I read every comment. Got to see it. Appreciate y'all. West up. All right. Thank you, sir.